Hey everybody and welcome back to the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast. This is John and it's a really special episode. I'm fortunate to have Gordon Collier with My Career Fit with me today. Gordon and I have, it's a very interesting path and I'm going to have Gordon introduce himself in just a moment, but we are both in the greater Richmond area and have led kind of parallel paths in our careers and over the last few months uh, Gordon and I reconnected over podcasting and wanted to have Gordon take part in the social hour to talk a little bit more about my career fit uh, because I think it's a fantastic idea really interesting concept and just really excited to see what's out there and, and have him be able to share Gordon welcome to the show and you know I'll start off because I didn't really give you a, a bio on you tell us a little bit about you and your background yeah, sure. No. Uh, first off, thanks for having me on the show. Very cool. Uh, excited to be here. It's, it's fun to be on the opposite end of the mic. As far as the podcasting business is going, yeah. As far as my background, like you said, uh, you know, we, we've sort of been parallel for a long time. But I've been in corporate talent acquisition or recruiting for over 20 years. Worked for a variety of industries from. Uh, retail, supply chain distribution, to uh, recruiting for medical sales professionals. Um, I've worked for a global software company, financial services. Um, actually did a stint um, in HR, actually, uh, for a nonprofit uh, health, health, mental health behavioral organization. And then actually was an HR manager for a small loss mitigation firm right after the uh, the economy tanked back in 2007. Did that for a while, and uh, now I'm running uh, my own business now. I've been doing that for about three years. I always ask folks uh, on the show, how in the world did you get started in your career? So, you know, how did you jump yeah. into recruiting? You know, some of us, I fell into it. Most people I talk to, it's not necessarily something they intended to find. It found them, but how about <laughs> for you? So I, like you, I sort of fell into recruiting. You know, I think there was probably something in my blood because my grandfather actually was one of the first initial sort of HR people back before it was HR, it was personnel. Right. Um, and uh, he was in the manufacturing industry. And I think when employment law launched, he, they said, hey, give it to, uh, give it to Bud. <laughs> which wow. was my grandfather. So he kind of took it over and, and started uh, doing HR. Actually, my father um, actually got into HR. He's a retired HR executive now out of the manufacturing industry. I fell into recruiting, and my sister actually is a pretty well-known tech recruiter. So she is uh, she, she's an incredible uh, recruiter. I've actually learned a, a tremendous amount from her. Yeah, so I kind of fell into it. Um, business, honestly, was... The last thing I figured I would ever be getting into when I think back on uh, when I was in high school, um, I was just, honestly, John, I was just a punk rock kid in the 80s. The things that mattered the most to me, <laughs> the things that mattered the most to me back then were just music. I loved art and skateboarding. That, that was my thing. That was, that was the only thing that I was really interested in. I was really determined not to get into business. I really did not see, you know, kind of quote unquote following in my father's footsteps, really anything I had an interest in, but clearly life had other plans for me. But, you know, I, I graduated from high school. I went to, uh, went to college for a couple of years. Frankly, I was a terrible student in, in college and uh, I, I just really had no earthly idea what I wanted to do. I, I, I had all these interests. But I just wasn't a great student, to be frank with you. And so I just was like, you know what, I'm, I'm wasting my parents' money here. So I went to my dad and said, look, I'm going to drop out. I need to work. I need to get my hands dirty. Um, and that's how I learned. So that's exactly what he did. Being in the manufacturing industry, at the time, he happened to work for a uh, rock quarry company. 
So he got me a job, and I think, you know, he was trying to teach me a lesson, but he got me a job working in a rock quarry, which is hilarious. I did that for a while, worked some night shift type stuff, and then I actually ended up getting a job working for um, a bank that serviced the credit card for the old Circuit City Stores company. First North American National Bank, worked in a call center for a while, ended up, uh, the little department that I was in was getting, uh, basically we were getting laid off. I don't think I had a clue as to exactly what was happening at the time, <laughs> but they were like, look, our division's going out of business, but you have an opportunity to interview internally with the company. And there was an opportunity back on the Circuit City store side to be an interviewer, uh, which basically meant I interviewed people over the phone for uh, retail jobs. So I went and did that for about a year and a half. I really loved it. Found it was something I was good at. So I started cross-training in the recruiting department, um, helping out with job fairs and you know that kind of stuff. Realized I had a knack for it. And uh, a position opened up. I took it and you know, 20 plus years later, here I am. Here we are. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's funny. I, it's, I got into recruiting, you know, right at the time when everything was really moving to the internet. I mean, when I joined, I remember circuit city was actually contemplating, should we have a website? You know, it's interesting to see how things have taken off and moved, um, so fast, uh, especially in the past, probably like seven to 10 years, things have changed so drastically, but um, that's how I ended up, you know, getting into it. And I, I, you know, when I think back on, you know, my success in in the recruiting industry, it was, you know, honestly, I tell people sometimes, I, I think, you know, everything I learned in business, I, I learned sort of from that punk rock scene, to be frank with you. Uh, it was sort of like running a business. You, I mean, I was in a number of different bands. I was in one we traveled around a little bit um, around the state. You know, there was a lot of collaboration, a lot of teamwork. I took a lot of chances. Being the singer, I had to, I was 16 when I got into it, and I got up on stage in front of 150 people for the first time in my life. That was a life-changing experience when I think back on that, because it, it really gave me a sense of, hey, I can, I can actually do this. You know, like I, I had some courage that I hadn't really tapped into at that point. So it was that was. Um, sort of life-changing. I took that, you know, punk rock's all about why, right? You know, why do you have to do it that way? And so I kind of brought that attitude to the business world and I ask questions all the time. And I think that actually really benefited me too, just in the fact that I was able to, I, I think I was lucky in a lot of ways that I had leaders, managers who believed in me, but also were open to pushback. You know, they were open to creative thought. They were open to innovative ideas. And so that really helped me as well to sort of get to where I'm at too. There, you know, no doubt about it. I, you know, everything I'm doing now, I'm really sort of standing on what other people uh, had done with me and helped me with along the way. So yeah, that's really kind of how I, I, I got into it, uh, which is funny. So now when we get together as a family, we just sit around and talk about recruiting all the time. <laughs> I was going to say the family business. Well, <laughs> so you, you talked about the why with the music scene. What led you or why the podcast? I know we had a chance to talk offline a little bit about this. Right. You know, before, what led you to create uh, My Career Fit? So My Career Fit really is sort of um, a part of my my business called Pipeline Search Solutions, which I started about three years ago. And Pipeline really is sort of like traditional recruiting. But, you know, when I started the, the company, I knew I wanted to do something more than just simply do, you know, tactical external recruitment for companies. Sort of the vision statement that I have that I, I really try to stay focused on is, to really make the career search more human again uh, for both job seekers as, as well as employers. As I continued in the business looking for opportunities, how can I really sort of implement on that vision outside of just the sort of day-to-day -day recruiting 
honestly, my wife introduced me to podcasting back in 2014, and I was like, honey, what is a podcast? You know, I was like, she's like, you got to listen to it. So she introduced me to Serial. I was blown away. I absolutely fell in love with that. So I started looking up all these other podcasts. A few years ago, I was on the beach. We were on vacation. I was listening to a podcast, and they just happened to have an executive recruiter, an independent recruiter who was basically, they were kind of talking about economy and jobs and career and that kind of stuff. And I was listening to it and I kept thinking to myself, you know, how great would it be if I was sitting on the other end of this podcast as a job seeker, listening to a hiring manager or a recruiter talk about, you know, their company and their culture and their mission and their vision and their values. And what's an example of how that company has really sort of lived their values on a day to day with their employees or you know, working in the communities that they serve, um, what's their culture like, and then be able to talk about, you know, a career opportunity and really kind of be able to dig into, you know, that job criteria that you don't see on job postings. And if you go online today, you can type in just about any job and that job posting is going to look almost identical to the other job posting. I mean, they all sort of have the same, most of them, you know, really kind of come from an HR job description that, you know, have, the companies have to have. There's a lot of cut and paste that goes on with job postings. And so I really wanted to create something that would provide job seekers an opportunity to hear directly from an employer about their culture, about their value proposition in terms of their employment brand and what makes them unique and what, you know, why you should come work for them. But really give them to, that opportunity to hear directly from the, from the employer uh, and then hear about that career opportunity. So, you know, I just thought, you know, if it can be done right, candidates were going to be able to get some real insight into, you know, those types of things within organizations. You know, the, the last question that I ask when, I, when I'm interviewing, you know, an employer, a recruiter, or a leader within the organization, my last question is always, you know, how will you know that you've hired the right person at the end of the first year? It's interesting. Over the podcast that I've done here recently, what you don't hear is that it is this person, you know, hey, this person brought a lot of experience in terms of CRM or, you know, a degree in business from UVA or Virginia Tech. It's, you know, what you end up hearing from these folks is, they talk more about that core competency stuff. You know, um, a great example is the last podcast I just posted for um, Apex Systems, who is uh, uh, they're like the number two tech recruiting company in the country, and they're they're looking for a national staffing recruiter. And I got to the end of the podcast and I asked that question, and it was just really interesting to hear what she was saying. And she said, you know, what she's looking for is incremental growth, you know, an ability to stay motivated, someone who can stay focused and driven, even though you know. They've heard no multiple times. They didn't get into some of those bullet points that you're going to see on a job description. There was more insight into sort of what the expectations were around that. And so, you know, in the podcast, we get into different types of questions that hopefully unpack some of the stuff that you might read about in a job description. Can you maybe talk a little bit more, you know, not to give away the secret sauce, but yeah. if somebody was to listen to the show, talk a little bit about what a typical show has been like for you and for the for the employer that you're sure. talking to. Yeah, an individual podcast, I, I try to make them short. I mean, I know there's a lot of podcasts out there that, you know, you can go for an hour, two hours. This is definitely not that at all. I try to make it easily, easily consumable. Um, most people listen to podcasts when they're on their uh, ride back, you know, home from work, or maybe they're out mowing the lawn or walking their dogs, you know, making dinner. So the, the, the podcast itself is short, so I try to make it easily consumable. The first part of the, the podcast really sort of, we get into that, that, that topic about brand, you know, the employer brand, the culture, the mission, the vision, the why, why the company does what they do, how they got started, what makes them unique from their competitors, 
why you should come to work for them. And then we kind of move into the, the next part of that podcast conversation, which is the conversation around a particular job or a career opportunity, or maybe there's a you know type of job family that they want to talk about within the podcast itself. But yeah, I talk to hiring leaders, you know, recruiting managers, directors, you know, I ask them about, you know, what they enjoy about the company. Uh, and then from there, we talk about those particular career opportunities. The, the goal really is to provide both employers and job seekers an opportunity to find the right fit. You know, you hear so much about fit, sometimes that can be a mystery. So I really want to hope to be able to dig into that, you know, on the podcast. I think the podcast world is certainly opened up a lot of different things for, for people. And, you know, obviously I, I'm talking to you about your niche or kind of what you focused on and, and obviously what we do in terms of meeting with HR and recruiting talent professionals and what have you, because obviously you've been at this a long time too. And, and you're, you're in a role now where working with folks and doing the podcast is, but also working with client companies when it comes to finding candidates. I'm curious about one thing that you're seeing in customers that you're willing to share, you know, and have to name names. But what do you think yeah. they're missing? Where do you think they're missing the mark currently when it comes to their recruiting efforts? But remove the, you know, take the podcast out of the equation. What's just sure. something right. that you see over and over that you think, ah, I really wish they'd pick up on this and fix it? Yeah, you know, I mean, I think, um, so we've been at the podcast now for just since April. That's when we launched. I think something that's been incredibly clear to me is that the clients that I've got right now do a great job of communicating their brand value proposition. But, you know, I think it's really critical in this day and age that talent acquisition moves more towards talent attraction. You know, I mean, I think there are a lot of companies that do this really well, but, you know, it's been my perspective so far that there are a lot of organizations that aren't and really kind of see the whole idea of employment branding as, you know, posting a photo on Facebook or, you know, talking about your 401k and your PTO plan and, and considering that to be your employment proposition. You know, that is a part of it, but that's not your strategy. And I think employment branding goes much deeper um, than just that. You know, it's uh, it really should be, in my opinion, kind of the broad umbrella from which that day-to-day -day tactical recruiting takes place. And I think, you know, having a defined recruitment marketing strategy that clearly defines your, your company's value proposition is really better able to answer that question of what makes your company unique, you know? I mean, what benefits can you offer that are unique and not easily copied or substituted? You know, every organization has a 401k plan a PTO plan and it's easy to replicate, you know, a pool table in the office or beer on Fridays, right? <laughs> you know, I think most companies can do that, but I think being able to communicate something more than just that and, and be able to communicate really what sets your organization apart is really going to be key going forward from it for all organizations. I mean, especially in this, you know, particular situation that we're in today. I mean, the, the numbers came out here recently. We're looking at unemployment 3.8%. It's so low. I think the stat was it hasn't been this low since like 1969, I think was the date. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. And and then when you really kind of take into consideration that the, the article I read, the, the report that I read just recently was that most people are planning on leaving their job in two years or less. So when you kind of put that together, your talent pool, they're all employed for the most part, and they're all at the same time willing to consider other opportunities. So they are the ones who are in the seat. You know, they're kind of driving the, the, the opportunities here. And I think organizations really have to think through communicating what sets them apart from their competitors and really pushing and driving that strategy from a broader perspective. 
um, and not just kind of think about it about sort of the list of benefits that you have. When I recruited for um, some of the other organizations that I do recruiting for, it's, you know, what's your message? What's the, what's your um, employer brand proposition? Um, and, and sometimes that's missing. Let's flip that script. You know, obviously the podcast is an opportunity for employers to be talking to potential candidates. What do you see candidates missing the mark on in, in job search these days? Again, taking the podcast out and obviously listening to, to your yep. show is going to help them, yeah. uh, I think, especially to learn more. But where do you think people that you meet and talk to, where are they missing? As I'm talking to you, I've done a lot of college recruiting over the past as well, here past few years too. I've interviewed a tremendous number of you know young folks who are graduating, trying to get their foot in the door. Um, and one of the things that I have had a chance to talk to them about is learn everything that you can. Don't be complacent in your ability to learn. I mean, the fact is the world of work is changing. And in some cases, it's literally like changing overnight, right? I mean, we see that constantly. We're seeing brick and mortar retail retailers close. They're moving their entire business online. I mean, you've got the gig economy that's really taking off. Companies in general are realizing that they, they aren't just a bank. You know, if you think about some of the companies that are banks now, they, they're doing more than just banking. They're, they're They've become technology companies. For folks who are getting into their jobs for their careers for the first time, I, I think the younger worker has to understand that, you know, their current job or what they just learned and graduated with from college could very well be outdated, you know, in the next seven years. You know, I, the, the thing came out what, just a month ago, uh, Google talked about Google Duplex, which is their Google Voice. And, you know, that thing can, it sounds just like you and I having a conversation it understands the nuances of conversation. It can do all of your scheduling. It can take care of all of your administrative tasks. I'm, I'm thinking to myself, that's incredible. Where is that going to be in seven years? Like, I mean, so I, I think it's absolutely critical that people continue to learn as much as they can. And I think, you know, learning and education has become so readily available now because of the internet. I mean, you can learn so much just by, you know, YouTubing things. And, and I tell, I, I think the same can be said for the older worker as well. I mean, I think you have to continue to think about how you can reinvent yourself, how you can continue to add value, whether you're employed or not. And, uh, you know, I mean, frankly, look, I, I am, uh, I mean, I'm 47 and uh, <laughs> I, I've been trying to like teach myself some new skills. And so I was actually dropping my car off. Actually, was in the, I was waiting for my car to get new tires. And while I was doing that, I was on my phone. I had pulled up uh, this new app called Grasshopper, which was uh, built by Google. And I was teaching myself uh, basic programming, JavaScript language. Know nothing about programming, but I do now. And it's something I feel like I need to know because it's just an added skill set that I can add to the toolkit. And I think it's absolutely critical. So when I talk to folks, it's it's always learn as much as you can. Think about how you continue to add value outside of just some of the core skills that maybe you've been doing for the past 10, 20 years. And for the younger folks, just to continue to add. Don't don't get complacent. Continue to add value by learning and um, gaining additional skills. So I know you're still fairly new in the podcast business a couple months in. So I know yeah. it'll continue to grow and more. Any plans, anything you're going to have coming up in store for the show that you'd like to share? Yeah. So, um, so we just launched, uh, the lab, the third position for Apex here recently, which is great. They, they seem to have really enjoyed what we're doing. I, you know, continue to get some additional feedback from the, the folks that we're working with now. I'm talking with a very large global consulting firm. I can't name names that has an interest in working with this. But, you know, I, I've really been super excited about how well the podcast is done. I, you know, I really did not, uh, I wasn't quite sure. I mean, this is really on the front end of something. I'm 
kind of taking the old school job posting thing and and changing the whole conversation. <laughs> I'm putting, I'm turning it into an audio, right? And so nobody else is doing that that I know of, completely new. So people, when I talk to people about it, they're like, sort of like, you're doing what again? But the, the response has been really cool. Um, we've had over 400 downloads of our podcast since April. I know that the podcast from the stats I've seen is getting picked up globally. Uh, I've got people listening in France, Britain, all over the United States. And if I'm, if I'm looking at the stats correct, I think people are listening to the podcast in Silicon Valley. Uh, which is kind of cool. It's growing. I continue to add clients. It's just a really exciting time to be doing what we're doing. Well, this is the chance now for you to share how can the listeners find you, those that want to take part or, or learn more about, about the opportunity. What's the best way to reach you? Yeah, so um, I would absolutely encourage uh, your listeners to follow the My Career Fit Business page on LinkedIn. I post all the latest updates, all the latest jobs that I'm posting. People can also follow us on Twitter um, as well as Facebook, just My Career Fit. And then, of course, uh, I'm an open networker. People can connect with me on LinkedIn. Hit me up, Gordon Collier. For podcast listeners, we're on Apple Podcasts, iTunes. If you're on Android, you can listen via Google Play or Stitcher.com. We're also on TuneIn. And uh, I'm hoping to release our first Alexa skill for the Amazon Echo, which is going to be pretty cool. Um, I'm super bullish on voice right now. I think that's going to be something big in the future here. So I'm looking to get the Alexa skill going here hopefully next month. I've got uh, a partner that we're working on. But if anybody would like to get in touch with me about uh, about doing a podcast with us, um, they can reach out to me again on LinkedIn or they can email me directly. It's uh, gcollier, C-O-L-L-I-E-R, dot P-S-S at gmail.com. I will be sure to add that to all the show notes. So, Gordon, again, thanks for taking part. Excited to see where my career fit, where it goes for you, and appreciate the time. And for the HR Social Hour podcast, this is John. Take care, everybody. We'll see you next time.